you're sitting comfortably, I hope. Perhaps you're sitting on your couch, underneath a blanket with a mug of tea on the table next to you. Perhaps you're sitting in the train, your head leaning on the headrest, waiting to arrive at your destination. Or perhaps you are in your car, sitting out at traffic jam on your way home from work. But what is most important is that you are safe. You are living out your own little life and you're safe. That is what we as humans are meant to do, to seek out safety, to have our own little routines that we can stick to. Strangeness is danger, after all. But as you sit there, in the train or staring out in front of you in the car, or when you lay down your head to sleep, we all do the same thing. We dream. We dream of strangeness, of adventure. Because however much it contradicts our basic need for safety, we all yearn for adventure. And we hope, beyond all hope, that there is more out there in the world for us than meets the eye. And so, when a simple message appeared on 4chan on January 4th, 2012, a simple white text on a black background, a labyrinthine puzzle that promises to lead its solvers into a realm of hidden knowledge and a secret society, it is no wonder that so many decided to take on the task. Because what if all it promised was real? This is the story of Cicada 3301. What is Cicada 3301, you ask? Well, that is a good question. Hello, and welcome to Certainly Strange, episode 44. So, Cicada 3301, do you know it? In my eyes, it is one of the most iconic and uh, most popular mysteries out there. But it is definitely different from the missing colony of Roanoke or what happened to Amelia Earhart. Why? Well, first of all, because the two examples that I just mentioned, they have already been solved. And this one, Cicada 3301, it remains a mystery. But also because it is a modern mystery, the biggest, perhaps, mystery on the internet. And like I said, it remains a mystery to this day. And of course, people have their theories, I do too, personally, but before we get ahead of ourselves and talk about theories, first, let's get into the story. Are you ready to play a game? In the vast landscape of the internet, amidst memes, cat videos and the weekly celebrity being cancelled by social media, there lays a world of wonder of online sleuths solving cold cases, of hackers exposing government secrets, and in 2012, a new sort of wonder was introduced. Now, when I say a world of wonder, don't imagine anything fancy or anything rainbow and unicorn-like. This mystery was born on 4chan, a forum with a less-than-savory reputation being full of sexists, racists, homophobes, and just straight-up Nazis. It is a place on the internet that you could compare to a public restroom, if you will. It stinks, and there's weird racist and sexist crap written on the walls. And it is in this public restroom that Cicada 3301 was born. On January 4th, 2012, it was on one of 4chan's pages that a cryptic message appeared, 
beckoning highly intelligent individuals to embark on a journey of discovery. It read, Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck. 3301 Now, the first thing that I thought when I read this message was if you are truly looking for highly intelligent people, why on God's green earth would you be looking for it on 4chan? 4chan users are not necessarily the people that have the reputation of being intellectually well-developed. But some 4chan users proved me wrong. What one was apparently supposed to do with this um, puzzle was to use a text extractor tool. You basically download an image into a tool like this and you get a string of text out of it. And if you put this specific image of 3301 through this tool, at the end it read Tiberius Claudius Caesar says, and then followed by a string of apparently random letters and numbers. Now, if you are just slightly interested in code-breaking, something that happens to be a hobby of mine as well, you know that there is something called the Caesar cipher. Or, if you want to pronounce it correctly, the Caesar cipher. It is a popular method of encoding and decoding texts. And putting this random string of text through that cipher, a link was revealed that led you to the image of a duck. A duck? Yeah, a duck. It also read, Whoops, just decoys this way. Looks like you can't guess how to get the message out. A dead end? That would 3301 like you to believe. But this duck image was actually the next step in the puzzle. How? Well, in the text, the words guess and out looked ever so slightly different from the rest of the text. And this led people to believe that they should use a tool called outguess. Outguess is a tool that shows you if there is any hidden data inside an image file. And they were right. Putting the duck image into Outguess, people were giving a book code. <laughs> if you're not familiar with the ways of code breaking, this is basically an episode where a lot of code making and breaking methods are covered. So a, a book code is quite a classic way of coding and decoding a message. It can be like 120, which refers to the first page of a book and then the 20th letter or the 20th word on that page. So, for example, 653 refers to the sixth page and then the 53rd letter or word and so on. But the question then is, what book should you use? And this was an entire different quest. Now, it could, I could go step by step going through every puzzle and every code Cicada 301 created, but I'm afraid that I would bore you to death with that. What is important to know is that through another coded message hidden inside an image, people found out that 
the book that they should be looking for is Thomas Bullfinch Mythology, which is a book about King Arthur and the Knight of the Round Table and their quests for the Holy Grail. And I love this. I love this nod to the quest for the Holy Grail and how they basically parallel it to this quest. Now, although a massive book about King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table is sitting in a shelf not even three steps away from me, I've personally never bothered to read the damn thing because it is written in Old English and it gives me one hell of a headache. So I don't know whether King Arthur eventually does find the Grail. And because Google didn't want to give me a straight answer, I just asked JetGPT. Don't judge me. Uh, so my <laughs> friend, the AI chatbot, told me that in most renditions of the tale, the quest for the Holy Grail ends in tragedy, or it has a bittersweet ending for King Arthur. And the Grail is therefore sometimes interpreted as symbolizing the unattainable nature of perfection or spiritual enlightenment. Just uh, keep that in the back of your mind, will you? Because that might become relevant later. So, what did the book code reveal? It was a phone number, which, when you called it, gave you this message. Very good. You have done well. There are three prime numbers associated with the original final.jpg image. 3301 is one of them. You will have to find the other two. Multiply all three of these numbers together and add a .com on the end to find the next step. Good luck. Goodbye. Now, what primal numbers were they talking about? It turned out that... It was the dimensions of the first image that they posted to 4chan, which was 509 and 503. And so 509 times 503 times 3301 is 84514512. And putting a .com behind it led the code breakers to a countdown page and the image of a Zakala. And when the countdown was finished, the data within the picture of the cicada revealed coordinates spread across the globe. To many, this was the ultimate proof that those who were behind Cicada 3301 were the real deal. No prankster would have invested this much time and this much money into setting up a basically an elaborate joke. And to many, it proved that Cicada 3301 was indeed an international organisation. But what type of organisation? Was it something like the CIA or Interpol? Or was it a cult? Or was it a group of hackers trying to recruit people? Some of the locations that the coordinates led to were Seoul, South Korea, Dallas, Texas in the United States, Moscow and Russia, and Paris in France. The puzzlers who made their way to the locations found posters with the image of a cicada and a QR code. Now, 
as you might have guessed, a lot of these puzzles were solved through teamwork, through people collaborating with each other and combining their own skills and talents to eventually solve the puzzle. That is a very impressive thing to come out of this, especially in spaces such as 4chan and Reddit, which are usually filled with just hate and contempt for everyone but yourself. So Cicada brought people together, but that was not what Cicada wanted. Only the very first people who managed to get to the next step, a page on the dark web, would continue the puzzle. Others simply got a message on their screen. We want the best, not the followers. So what happened next? Little is known about it, since each person from this point forward got a unique puzzle to ensure that they were capable of solving it without the collaboration with others. Each person who has come this far has received a unique message encrypted with a unique key. You are not to collaborate. Sharing your message or key will result in not receiving the next step. This secrecy was a big blow to the now quite big community on the internet that had dedicated quite a bit of their time to this mystery. Was there to be no payoff for their efforts? No reward? No, there wasn't. I'm, I mean, I don't know exactly what they were all expecting, if, it is, is in, if this is indeed a secret society, well, then it's secret, isn't it? Much like King Arthur and the quest for the Holy Grail, bitter disappointment. A message appeared on 4chan. We have found the individuals we sought. Thus, our month-long journey ends. For now. Thank you for your dedication and effort. If you are unable to complete the test, do not despair. There will be more opportunities like this one. Thank you all. 3301 Then, silence. Except for those who had won the challenge. They received an email. Do not share this information. Congratulations, your month of testing has come to an end. Out of the thousands who attempted it, you are one to only a few who have succeeded. There is one last step. Although there will not be any hidden codes or secret messages or physical treasure hunts, this last step is only honesty. We have always been honest with you and we shall continue to be honest with you and we expect you to be honest with us in return. You have all wondered who we are, and so we shall now tell you. We are an international group. We have no name, we have no symbol, we have no membership rosters, we do not have a public website, and we do not advertise ourselves. We are a group of individuals who have proven ourselves much like you have by completing this recruitment contest, and we are drawn together by common beliefs. 
A careful reading of the texts used in the contest would have revealed some of these beliefs, that tyranny and oppression of any kind must end, that censorship is wrong, and that privacy is an inalienable right. We are not a hacker group, nor are we a Juarez group. We do not engage in illegal activity, nor do our members. If you are engaged in illegal activity, we ask you to cease any and all illegal activities or decline membership at this time. We will not ask questions if you decline, however, if you lie to us, we will find out. You are undoubtedly wondering what it is that we do. We are much like a think tank in that our primary focus is on researching and developing techniques to aid the ideas we advocate. Liberty, privacy, security. You have undoubtedly heard of a few of our past projects and if you choose to accept membership, we are happy to have you on board to help with future projects. Please reply to this Please reply to this email with the answers to the next few questions to continue. Do you believe that every human being has a right to privacy and anonymity and is within their rights to use tools which help obtain and maintain privacy, cash, strong encryption, anonymity software, etc? Do you believe that information should be free? Do you believe that censorship harms humanity? We look forward to hearing from you. 3301 So what happened after all this? A man came forward who claimed to be one of the few people who managed to solve the puzzle of 3301. Marcus Wenner was only 15 years old at the time. He told several magazines that Cicada 3301 was developing a dead man's switch for whistleblowers which could be used by whistleblowers to release information if they were imprisoned or killed. Sounds clever and helpful, but is it true? I mean, we'll just have to believe Marcus and everything he says, right? Although, being a journalist myself, I haven't really seen proof that Marcus is truly or has been a member of Cicada 3301. So everything he says, I'll have to take with a bloody grain of salt before I see proof of it. After all, everyone will want to be that one person who managed to solve the puzzle that held a part of the internet in its grasp for an entire month. Especially some nerdy 15-year-old boy. Of course you would want this. Of course you would want to be this chosen one. But again, we'll have to just, everything Marcus says, we'll have to take with a grain of salt, but let's for now hear his story. According to Marcus, it went like this. On February 28th, 2012, he received an email. Hello, the next step is finally here. The email included a link to a forum on the dark web. There were about 20 people there, some who were recruited like Marcus and others who were already a part of 3301. 
So who was 3301? It started as a group of friends who all had the same ideas about anonymity, privacy and encryption. And these friends started to recruit friends and so the organization grew. It was indeed like some sort of secret society, like the group of hackers from the television series Mr. Robot. That, that is what this reminds me of. The new recruits were given the task of creating a dead man's switch, as I spoke of earlier. What I find strange is that the way that the recruitment worked, it was by solving puzzles, which I personally also love doing, but that does not mean that you are a good coder. I personally am not, so I find it weird that Cicada3301 apparently wanted really good coders to develop a very de difficult dead man switch code thingy, but the way that they recruited it, it's like, are you capable of finding the clue in this picture? Like, where is Waldo? So I personally find that a, a bit of a strange thing, but I digress. The recruitments, they soon lost the feeling of wonder that they had felt before. As the work for Cicada 331, it began to feel like homework. Marcus said that each time he logged in, he saw that less and less people returned. At the end of 2012, Marcus was the last one who remained. Which, I mean, personally, I must say, it's very convenient, isn't it, for the story? But uh, I don't believe him. That's all I can say. But <clears throat> apparently, Marcus, he asked Cicada 331 to recruit new members. And indeed, in February 2013, a message again appeared on 4chan. White text on a black background. Hello again. Our search for intelligent individuals now continues. The first clue is hidden within this image. Find it and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck, 3301. Another round had begun. It was quite similar to the year before. An image contained a message which then led to a book, which led to a link that contained an audio file, which then led to a Twitter account, which led to coordinates, which led to posters in the real world, and then a dead end. People who claimed that they had solved the puzzle complained on 4chan that they had not received an email or any type of message from Cicada3301. Marcus also didn't see a trace of any new recruits on the dark web forum where they had communicated. And then one day, when he tried to log back onto that forum, he found that it was gone. It was all gone. Cicada3301 had vanished. It was therefore quite a surprise when, one year later, a new post arrived that challenged the codebreakers of the internet for yet another game. Hello. Epiphany is upon you. Your pilgrimage has begun. Enlightenment awaits. Remember what I said earlier about the Holy Grail? 
the quest for the Holy Grail ends in tragedy or bittersweetness, and the Grail stands for the unattainable nature of perfection or enlightenment. It is ironic to say the least that Cicada 3301 chose this particular story to be the center of their first challenge and now to mention a quest for enlightenment. Was it all on purpose? Well, who knows. The third puzzle in 2014 was wildly different from the ones before, as if it was made by an entirely different group of people. But it was Cicada, alright, because to solve the puzzles in this third challenge, you actually needed a piece of information that they had given in the second puzzle, a runic alphabet showing which symbols stood for which letters, which was basically a key to decode messages. The players, if one could call them that, had to decode a book written by Cicada 3301 of about 73 pages. But even when the texts were decoded and translated, they were still very vague and strange, as if they had been written by a philosophy student who had taken drugs. Most things are not worth preserving. Adherence. We follow dogma so that we can belong and be right, or we follow reason so we can belong and be right. There is nothing to be right about. To belong is death. It is the behaviours of consumption, preservation and adherence. Or another page read. It is through this pilgrimage that we shape ourselves and our realities. Journey deep within and you will arrive outside. Like the instar, it is only through going within that we may emerge. The texts in the book felt very cultish and not at all something a secret society of geniuses would write. As of today, only a few pages of Cicada 3301's book have been translated. And as for 2016, Cicada 3301 has been completely silent. It feels like everything is at a standstill, but the mystery and the challenge continues. Like I said at the beginning, I personally have a few theories about who or what Cicada 331 could be, and so does the rest of the internet. But before we dive into that, first a word from one of my friends over at the Boopod Network. Do you love a good ghost story, tales of the paranormal, and sightings of the unexplained? If so, the Paranormal Exposed podcast is right up your alley. Join me every Wednesday as I guide you through a new spooky episode. Listen in as I give you the spooky stories and the facts to back them up, or poke a few holes in their stories. Whether you are a skeptic or a believer, this is a great way to explore and to expose the paranormal. Like quite a lot of other people on the internet, I saw Cicada 3301 and immediately thought that it must be an ARG, an alternate reality game. In my time studying media, I have made two of these games myself, 
I am familiar with it. And if you are personally, if you are unfamiliar with what an ARG is exactly, it is a game that takes place on multiple platforms. So um, some are on a website, then uh, it leads you to a picture uh, on 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 a social media platform and then it leads you to for example something in the real world like a poster so the levels are puzzles that will guide you to another platform where yet another puzzle awaits it is basically exactly what cicada 3301 is like so solving puzzles and then going through to the next level but you know what struck me as odd, and why I think that this may not be an ARG, or maybe they used ARGs as a source of inspiration, but ARGs are often used as promotion for another thing, like a game or a film or a television series. And solving the ARG is, um, the reward that you get is often like exclusive content or uh, access to the first episode of the television series um, they, they for example they they used this for the film the dark knight rises it was something to do with the joker um, but also for example the television series lost uh, there was an entire quest like an entire basically different plot that was going on alongside the TV series Lost that you as a person played in and it was really fun. But with Tsukai 3301 there is nothing that it is promoting. There is no film, no television series, no products, nothing. They don't do anything commercially and that is something very important about ARGs is that it's very commercialized. They are not doing this for money, they are not doing this for fame because Sakala is faceless. It is secret. So who are they? Well, according to themselves, they are an international group concerned with privacy rights. And the challenges are recruitments for this group. And that actually reminded me a bit of Bellingcat, which is a group of investigative journalists based in the Netherlands. And uh, Bellingcat specializes themselves with like fact-checking, and open source intelligence. So open source intelligence is basically that you can find a bunch of a bunch of information on the internet um, just by googling it or using Google Maps or um, tracing things. And using puzzles is actually a recruitment technique that has been used before. For example, the British intelligence agency GCHQ. Uh, they have been not necessarily recruiting people, but testing possible candidates with puzzles. And one notable example of GCHQ's use of puzzles in recruitment is an ARG called Can You Find It? Which is a campaign that launched in 2011, so that's a year before Cicada came online. And this campaign featured a series of cryptic puzzles and challenges, and it was posted on billboards and websites, social media platforms. It was inviting members of the public to test their abilities. And it, it, it was a campaign that generated a lot of interest uh, and attention around the world. And eventually it led to successful recruitment for GCHQ. So that is a really cool thing that happened just a year before Cicada. 
And there's also a, a story about, uh, you, you know, using puzzles as recruitment. There is a story uh, about Alan Turing, which is the inventor of basically the modern day computer. He's basically the father of artificial intelligence. Um, and there's this story that he was the first one to use a puzzle to recruit members for the secret servers to recruit members for the Secret Service during World War II. And this story actually featured in the film about his life called The Imitation Game, where Alan Turing is played by Benedict Cumberbatch. But it is argued that this story is more or less fiction and not really what actually happened. But back to Cicada 3301. There is another question about this. Um, is Cicada 331 really this international organization as they claim to be? Because what people found out is that most of the posters that were placed, you know, around the world, they were found very close to an airport. So it could be just one, two or three people um, living across the globe and then making trips um, via airplane to locations and just putting a poster up and just going back immediately to the airport. So there is a question of like, is it really this big international group or is it like maybe one person who has a lot of time and money on their hands, maybe two, three people, but maybe it is not at all this big thing. Maybe it's just an organization or one person who did something very cleverly. And what, what really fascinates me is what, what happened to Cicada 3301? Something must have happened behind the screens. There must have been like maybe a problem within the group that maybe made it collapse. Because that would be the only explanation why they just vanished like this. But yeah, those are all my thoughts and the internet's thoughts about Cicada 3301. But what do you think? Let me know. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Certainly Strange. And if you liked it, please consider leaving behind a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And again, if you have a theory of your own, don't hesitate to share it with me on Instagram at Certainly Strange Podcast. Or actually, you can leave a comment as well on Spotify. I just found that out that you can leave comments on Spotify now. Uh, so, yeah share your thoughts with me. I'd love to hear them. And once again, thank you for listening. Bye.